Hey everybody, this is Ian Reed Twist, pastor at Holy Cross Episcopal Church in Novi, Michigan. And uh, today's sermon was preached on July 28th, 2019. The passage was from Luke chapter 11, 1 through 13. As usual, I'll read that passage first for context and then get on to the sermon. So if you want to skip the passage, just move ahead a minute and 45 seconds and you will be at the sermon in the podcast. A reading from Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he'd finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? I was really tempted to go with uh, uh, Abraham bargaining God down from 50 people to five kind of an amazing text. But I'm going with the gospel. You know, I don't know if there's much to say about today's gospel that's, that the gospel doesn't really say itself. Ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. Pretty straightforward. To illustrate, Jesus tells a story about how if you have to borrow bread from a neighbor because a traveling friend has arrived at your house late at night, just make a sufficient fuss, and the neighbor will eventually get out of bed and open the door to give you what you want to get rid of you if for no other reason. If this is true of your neighbor, Jesus indicates, how much more will God reward your persistence? So what this passage says about prayer is clear. If you aren't receiving when you ask, finding when you search or being admitted when you knock, then you probably aren't asking, searching, or knocking hard enough. Did you pray for a sick loved one and he or she didn't make it? Should have prayed harder. Did you ask God for a justice that never arrived? Should have asked more persistently. After all, Jesus promises 
After all, Jesus himself promises that everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Okay? Got it? All right then. Amen. (laughs) What? Is there some kind of problem with that? Well, okay, yeah. Of course there's a problem. You and I know good spiritual people who do not get what they pray for even when it's important. Many of us have been in circumstances ourselves when prayer seemed to do nothing, nothing to improve the situation. Even fervent, tearful, pleading prayer. Please, God, bring my spouse home safely from this war. Please take the cancer from my child's body, even if you have to put it in my body instead. Please give my boss some empathy. Please stop the abuse in my family. And though it might be tempting when these petitions go unfulfilled to think that we did not pray hard enough or weren't worthy enough, we know that's not true. That would be a sick abuse of God. Our God's not like that. Our God is a God of justice and love. And yet, we don't always get what we pray for. Wars kill and maim, cancers progress, abusers continue to abuse. Despite the hyped studies of some years back, the science is at best inconclusive as to whether patients who are prayed for actually do better than patients who are not. So if we're looking for measurable effects, if we're looking for prayer's impact on the course of events, we have to face the fact that whatever God's purposes may be, they do not always involve giving us what we pray for. Ask and you shall receive, not so fast. On the other hand, I came across an article some years back. I came across this article which spoke of what prayer does for the one who prays. People who attend church regularly, a rough approximation for people who pray, do measurably better in all kinds of areas, higher longevity, less chronic pain, less depression, stronger immune systems, less cognitive decline, lower blood pressure, even greater generosity. We're strengthened by prayer and song and the community that the church offers. Whatever immeasurable gifts prayer brings us, Whatever other ways prayer can be answered, we know for sure that God feeds us through our faith. We are, in fact, blessed by our own prayers. And that is one kind of answer to them. For surely that state of blessing does have an effect on the situations in which we find ourselves through its effect on us, if in no other way. Maybe that's what Jesus means in these promises. 
You may not receive what you are asking for, but ask anyway, for you will receive. You may not find what you expect, but seek anyway, and you will find. The door you're knocking on may not open, but knock anyway, and a door, some door, will open. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who seeks finds, and for everyone who knocks, God opens a door. You can count on that. You can bet your life on it. Now that doesn't make faith an easy or light place to live all the time. We have to struggle with the reality of a loving God in a screwed up, no guarantee of goodness world. We have to inhabit this paradoxical place of trust without certainty, prayer without sure results. The promise is only that God will bring us something, that we will receive and find and open a door onto something that matters. That's the promise. I had coffee a while back with a wise friend of mine who is experiencing the deep pain of being cut off, not by her own choice, from people in her family whom she loves. She was talking about how you reach a certain point in life when you think you've a pretty good handle on how things work. You think you've developed an ability to judge situations and intuition, you know, for how people will be. And something like this comes along and just throws you off your center. I feel knocked sideways, she said to me. It's this ongoing, unresolved loss that I have no control over. Had it damaged her faith, I wondered. No, she said, it hadn't. She just feels vulnerable and stripped of all the armor of her experience and intuition. Like an infant, or I thought, like the Israelites traveling through the wilderness for 40 years. It goes to the foundation of her identity. She doesn't know who she is or will become in this. She knows that God does not always give us what we long for. She trusts that God loves her. And that's where she is, in that wise, scary, clear-eyed, hopeful place, just there, asking and waiting to receive seeking and waiting to find, knocking and waiting for whatever door God opens next. Amen. Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to this week's sermon. 
And if you want more information about me or the church, you can always go to our website, holycrossnovi, that's N-O-V-I dot org. And in the meantime, have a blessed week, and you can find more sermons as we publish them in the same place you found this one. Take care.